Super Talk Mississippi media production. Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Well, it's Groundhog Day. Again. Again. It is Friday, February 9th. Friday, February 9th. How many Fridays have we had in 2024? So last week would have been the second. Then the week before that would have been the... So we had Friday, January 5th. 26th. Okay, the 5th, the 12th, the the 19th, 19th, the 26th. We've had five. This is No, I'm sorry. We've had six. This is our sixth Friday of the year. And five of them have been without Richard Cross. (laughs) They've been crossless. Five Fridays in 2024 out of six. I'm not a math guy. What is that percentage? He told us yesterday that he wasn't going to be here, and I'm really at the point where, why don't you tell us when you're going to be here? That would take less time. There's a... uh, Easier. A situation at Barstool where their uh, long-running show, Barstool Radio, got canceled by Dave Portnoy, uh, in part because they didn't do a very good job at covering some office drama, which was the genesis of that show, was to talk about all the dumb stuff they did. Well, one of the co-hosts mm-hmm. of that show, Kelly was was her name, uh, famously Keegs, did, right? yeah, didn't do Friday shows, in part because she said she didn't feel like putting makeup on for a fifth day in a row. That was why she didn't come into the office on Fridays, just didn't want to get ready. I think Richard Cross just might not want to put his makeup on, and that's why he's taking Fridays off. He just can't do Fridays. Well, Will East and everybody, you don't ever have to worry about canceling this show because we'll talk about stupid drama all day long. <laughs> we, we can't get enough of it. <laughs> oh, man. So he's... Uh... By the way, I don't, I don't normally like to laugh at my own jokes, but I have laughed at God played no role in the creation of that substance at least five times today. So thank that was you really for putting that out. I yesterday. appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it is out of nowhere too. Richard just told the story about how his wife was disgusted by stadium food, and pow! Here comes Brian Haydad with a a haymaker on the stadium cheese. Yeah, yeah, I, I stand by every word I said. And you know what? I'll still eat it. Like when that guy sent us that ingredients oh. list, that ingredients list is filled with <laughs> crap, and I'll still eat it. Yeah, yeah, I. If if again, Borky, if we're at the game and you're like, I'm going to the concession stand, do you want me to buy you some nachos? 
Yeah. 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 Get me some nachos, man. I'll eat them. Make sure there's the jalapenos on it, and we're good. Make sure there's jalapenos, yeah. Thomas says he's still trying to process the Putin interview. <laughs> I, I didn't watch it. Uh, me either. Me either. Because we got sports going on. Although it's kind of a weird sports week. With the, yeah, I mean, it it's, it's, I say it's weird. The Super Bowl is Sunday. We're going to talk to Demontre more about that, by the way. The uh, former All-American at Texas A&M. He was a third-round pick, bounced around the NFL for a while, still playing professional football up in, uh, in Canada, actually, but going to start transitioning his way into the uh, the analyst side of things when his career's up. So he's going to talk some Super Bowl and, and other things with us. I am going to ask him, though, because he was All-SEC All-American uh, playing defense at Texas A&M. He was. If uh, if he's jealous of the players today, or like what he thinks about the fact that you know he could have been a millionaire in college had NIL been a thing back when he was in college, especially no at, uh, at Texas A and M. But um, I'm going to ask him about that too, just kind of what he thinks of uh, of that. Also, get some Super Bowl takes with him. We'll talk Super Bowl with Bruce. We've got Super Bowl props, a ton of them. We probably won't get to all of them, but there's some fun ones in here as well. A full hour of Food Friday? Because, hey, Ned, why not? Why not? Uh, indeed. I, I think it's a great idea. I, mean, I think we. I think it, it, it can't be beat. Uh, Americans cook and for the Super Bowl. If we want to talk some sports in there, we will. Yeah. yeah. Because a crazy thing happened in college football, by the way. How, how about we just start here? This is this is mind blowing, and I, I understand why it happened. But still, think about this: Chip Kelly, the head coach at UCLA, now Big Ten member UCLA, left his position to be the offensive coordinator at Ohio State. Big Ten opponent Ohio State poached the head coach of UCLA to be their offensive coordinator today. When Kane Womack left South Alabama for Alabama, I got it. I understood. He, he got a huge raise, you know. And I'm quite honestly, defensive coordinator for for Alabama probably gets you more head coaching looks than head coach of South Alabama. There's no getting around. I can't get my mind wrapped around this one. I mean, I don't know what Kelly was making. It's well into the seven figures. Probably six, close to six or seven million. I mean, I, you can you can Google it for me if you want, real quick. Uh, I guess I can do it myself. Uh, and you know, obviously, first off, first and foremost, he gets the only reason this job is open is because uh, Bill O'Brien is le- after you know a incredible era of excellence at Ohio State that lasted, I believe, nine days. Uh, he is off to Boston College to be their head coach. Poor Julian Sayan, by the way. This yeah. guy can't get it straight. I, if I'm Lane Kiffin, I'm calling Julian Sayan. I'm like, look, I'm not going anywhere. Why don't you hashtag you know the rest, right? Uh, I'm not going to say it. You, you know what he says. So, but, so yeah, now Chip Kelly, yourself. who I just looked, I did. I wasn't going to allow you to be able to clip that one. Absolutely not. Chip Kelly was making just south of $6 million a year. Now he might be making two. Now, granted, Chip Kelly is a guy who's got money. He's been an NFL head coach. He's been a college head coach on him. Probably not hurting for cash, but 
Holy cow. This, By the way, Ryan Day coached for Chip Kelly. Yeah. And now Chip Kelly coaches for Ryan Day. By the way, Ohio State is now my official uh, preseason number one. There's yeah. no getting around that at this point. They are the best team in the country before we play any games. If they lose a game, if they lose a game, it's a disappointment. It's, a, it's an upset, yeah. I haven't looked. Do they have anything in the non-conference that, that would no. make you uh, scratch your, your head? Is it, is it all simple stuff? And, Let's see here. Ooh, I don't know now. They got Joe Moorhead week one. Yeah, look at uh, Western Michigan and then Marshall, and then it's off into the only games they're going to be, I'm not going to say not favored, but the only games that will be close to being, fa- they won't be favored. is They do travel to Oregon. That's tough. They gotta go to Penn State, but they'll probably be favored in that. And they have Michigan at the end of the year, but I think they'll beat Michigan. They'll be they'll be favored over Michigan. Yeah. So one game where you're like, maybe they won't be the favorite going in. Yeah. It's pretty remarkable. So remember uh, during the season it got leaked that UCLA was planning on firing Chip Kelly. Yes. And then he beat USC and then they couldn't fire him anymore. Apparently Game ever since then he's been tweet about that. Yeah. Maybe you firing the wrong coach, but Apparently he's been looking for a way out ever since. Uh, put his name in the hat for a ton, a ton of NFL jobs. But reportedly, even last year, Chip Kelly tried to get the Cincinnati job that they gave to Scott Satterfield, and they stink out loud. Yeah. So, sorry to the Cincinnati fans out there. But th- this so, is more about UCLA than it is Ohio State, I think. Exactly. What does it say about UCLA? That I mean, right now... UCLA is like maybe the third worst program for football in the Big Ten. They're certainly behind. They're certainly ahead of Rutgers. They're probably ahead of maybe Indiana. But in the Big Ten, when they have to play Michigan and Ohio State, and you know, and they still play Oregon and what, they're not much higher up than that. No, it's frankly, it's a pretty bad job. Uh, apparently, they play LSU next year too. Oh yeah, forgot about that. The two Big Ten games for LSU, but, I mean, no fan support, apparently no uh, inspiration whatsoever to, to give to NIL. And, I mean, even, like, logistics. It's an hour from campus if traffic is good to get to your stadium on game day. If traffic is good, you are the second best team in your own city. You get the second most attention in your own city. Now, Los Angeles is huge, don't get me wrong, but think about where UCLA is when you encompass all the sports. I was going to say, like you said, second best, yeah, just in college. They are miles, miles, miles behind the Lakers and the Dodgers. And the Rams. And in some ways, the Rams. Yeah. You know, know, so, yeah. By the way, not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. But Kiffin to UCLA might be the funniest thing you could possibly imagine. Imagine him taking the UCLA job and being right there as a thorn in USC side. Literally that, one of the funniest would be things high you, can, comedy. you can think of. But, uh, yeah. but, I mean, UCLA is not in the business of paying a coach $10.5 million a year. And oh, Miss is just a better job than UCLA. So that ain't yeah. going to happen. But it'd be funny. It's funny to think about, though, right? Huh? Huh? I mean, he will be playing USC. Here very soon, yeah. which yeah. Uh, is uh, incredible. Demontre Moore, when we come back, we'll talk Super Bowl. We'll get into some props after him as well. Glad you guys are with us. 6 year one 4395 is the text line. We'll be right back. 
Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Are you ready? On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and always on your local Super Talk Mississippi station. Forky and Haydad with you. Sports Talk Mississippi on a Friday. We go to the Farm Bureau guest line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team. He was an All-American at Texas A&M. Tim Andre Moore joins us right now. Thank you so much for your time, my friend. Before we get into uh, the Super Bowl and, and life as a professional football player and all that, I do want to ask you, though, you were you were a star in college, a superstar in college, and the superstars today are very well compensated you you obviously were not because you didn't exist in this era. What do you think about, one, are you kind of jealous of, of current college players? And, and what do you think about this whole NIL deal uh, with uh, with guys in, in today's game? Uh, man, that's an excellent question. As far as the NIL deal, am I jealous about uh, them having it? No, I'm actually intrigued and excited. Um, it's like my mentor Justin Tuck told me when I played uh, at the Giants. He said, I have the game plan. I've done it. I've already done it. The point of you learning the game plan is to do it, do it better and at a higher level and to continue to pass this book on and on and so forth. And that's what we did. Uh, guys like me, Johnny Manziel, other superstars before their time paid the way so guys now can reap the benefits of it. And I got nieces, uh, I got nieces and nephews that are very talented and a son. So hopefully they'll be reaching in some uh, reckoning in some of the benefits of that as well. So no, I'm ecstatic for them and excited for the future uh, to see what it transforms into. I hope that it get policed a little bit better so we can make the competition factor and actually getting the competitive edge a little more into the game. But as far as people getting paid their work, I am all for it. Montre, you were an outstanding pass rusher in your time at Texas A&M. This game, the Super Bowl, features two of the best pass rushers from two different positions. You know, Nick Bosa out there as a defensive end, Chris Jones up the middle as a defensive tackle. When you watch those guys play, what makes them so elite as pass rushers? Oh, man, that is a great question. They're both elite pass rushers in their own game. You have Nick Bosa that is coming in there that has the experience, but it's something that's in the bloodline. It's, it's in his DNA, dating all the way back to his dad, to his dad teaching Joey, to Joey, him seeing the game, learning it from Joey, but going on to making it his own game to where it's second-hand nature. You can tell by in his interviews when you ask him something, what does he see? It's so effortless. The way that he breaks down is very simple. Oh, I just seen this to where it just comes effortlessly. And then you have another guy that is a power rusher and dominant, Chris Jones, who then earned the right to be called that guy. He's been paid. It's a reason why he got paid. And time and time again, he crushes the pocket, and he is one of the most in- dominant, if not the most dominant, interior defensive lineman that's in the league. So this is going to be a battle of the D-lines. And with those two guys on the field, the one thing that they both have in common, well, they have a lot of things in common being phenomenal pass rushers, but the most important thing is they naturally make their defensive line better as a whole. It's like those guys that's around them, they get a boost in their attributes because they have one-on-one pass rushes and naturally getting to learn from them. So it's going to be the battle between the D-lines, and I think whoever performs better is the one that's going to win the game. 
Who's easier to scheme against, or maybe I should say who's more difficult to scheme against? Neither one of them are going to be easy. An elite defensive end or an elite defensive tackle? Man, it just depends on who you're asking. Uh, You have some guys uh, that prefer to wear tennis shoes, and you got some guys that wear boots. It's the same with your interior defensive lineman and outside uh, guy. Either one of them are game uh, game changers within their own respective right. You have somebody on the edge, especially wrestling the blind side. You don't know when you're going to get hit, and he can naturally crush the pocket and force it to the other guy. But the thing about it with your run, uh, your run stopper, the guys that the pass rusher on the inside, they're crushing it from the pocket and they're making this spill out. So honestly, I think it just depends on who you're rushing against. If you're rushing against, uh, if you're rushing against a uh, Patrick Mahomes or something like that, I would say, hey, an uh, edge rusher is the better way to go. So you can beat him on the edge and crush the pocket and make him stay inside. If you have somebody that is um, like a Tom Brady or something, or Peyton Manning back in those days, the guys that sit up in the pocket and they get comfortable back there, and the longer they, uh, they're back there, the more dangerous they get, you need an interior guy that's crushing that pocket and making them scatter their feet. So it just depends on who you ask. Speaking of Mahomes, especially as a defensive guy, when you look at him, how do you try to stop Patrick Mahomes. It seems impossible, but somebody, I mean, he, he hasn't won every single game he's played, so if you're going to stop Patrick Mahomes, how do you do it? Man, that is a great question. How are you going to stop Patrick Mahomes? I kind of, I'm a, I'm a walk-in book of cliches and analogies, and the one thing I would like to say is he is the Steph Curry of football right now. Like, the way that he goes, he knows he's going to score. He's going to get his point, but you just got to kind of police him. And if you police him the right way, you can have a great night and maybe potentially shut him down, but he is going to have those moments. And the whole key is to limit those moments. Keep him inside. He doesn't scramble. What makes him so dangerous, he's not scrambling, oh, I see it, I'm scrambling down the field and I'm going to make a play. He's scrambling left and right to get people open down the field. And then with those uh, athletes, phenomenal athletes he has, he's just throwing it up and playing saying yard, saying, uh, yard to backyard football. And that's what makes it so de- dangerous. So for them, for the 49ers to have a successful game plan, they're going to have to contain Russia. When you're rushing up the field and those guys think that they have somebody beat because they offensive tackles do hold a lot, if they got them beat, you're going to take the inside move. But you got to be careful with taking that and not letting him work outside the pocket. With him being short in stature, you want him to be behind those tall offensive linemen and force him to throw. Win it by throwing and win it by not uh, getting outside the pocket where he's most dangerous at. Demontre, when you look at like who's going to win Super Bowl MVP, it's either usually really obvious, you know, it's a Mahomes, it's a Tom Brady, it's a Joe Montana going back a ways, or it's somebody completely off the radar who just has the game of their life and the biggest game imaginable. If it's going to be somebody like that, who could it be for either one of these teams? Man, who could it be? That is a good question, man. I, man, obviously, if, let's start with the Chiefs. If you're going with the Chiefs, um, Patrick Mahomes, who um, arguably had one of his best career years winning on the road and stuff like that, you would think that the QB is the likely successor. But after him, I can easily see it being um, Travis Kelsey. If he's been he's been playing lights out these last few weeks, and if he continues to play like that, and is the unsung hero and has two or three touchdowns, we're easily talking about him. And then Isaac Pacheco, that man is a workhorse. The, he's the hardest. Uh, Running, running back, and actually fights the ground while he's running. Since uh, honestly, in my opinion, since then, uh, 
AP. <laughs> we haven't seen somebody rush like him. So it can easily be him. And then, you know, also, I could take it a little bit farther. We haven't had a defensive MVP in a while. You can easily go with Chris Jones, and if he wreaks havoc on that game, especially with Steve Spagnuolo over there, he's going to dial us some crazy stuff. So those will be my top four picks from the Chiefs. We'll see how they go. And then if if I had to have somebody that's completely far right for the Chiefs, my dark horse, my Texas native, Rasheed Rice, who has been an outstanding, consistent weapon and is a young guy for them. He can have a breakout game. He has the opportunity and potential to have a breakout game and be that number one wide receiver. So he can easily be our dark horse as well. He is one of their premier playmakers. So watch things from him as well. But those will be my guys in that order as far as on the Chiefs. Um, as far as when you go to San Fran, this makes it a lot more difficult because you have so many unsung heroes. You have Brock Purdy who is playing lights out right now. The game manager, the big debate between game changer and game manager. So you got him, but then after him, you can have George Kittle who's uh, consistently been balling out for them. And then you, after him, you got Christian McCaffrey. But if I had to go with a dark horse and if somebody very – Debo could be in the mix as well. Brandon Ayuk has had a phenomenal last two games. But somebody, you know what, I just don't think that the committee would give them. But if the 49ers had their vote and he goes out there and play like I think he can, you could easily watch out for Kyle Juszczyk. He is the unsung hero, plays special team, does everything. And then in the big games, he managed to get at least one or two touchdowns. So that would be the far, far fetch uh, dark horse, I would have to say, but in that order of speaking. But then you also got Nicholas John Bosa on that other side, that if he takes over the game and has three sacks, uh, we could be talking about him or Fred Warner or Dre Greenlaw, who's been getting the big picks and the big times that they needed. So they got an amazing linebacker core in that defensive front. But those will be my three defensive uh, guys that could potentially win MVP on that side. Great stuff. Uh, real quick, uh, you got a pick for the game. If I had a pick, uh, people might say that I'm biased, but you could tell by some of my uh, breakdown. Uh, I'm going to go with the 49ers. I think this is the year that Kyle Shanahan gets over the mark, and this is what it's going to take him to the next level to be that guy. Like he, he has the guys there, and then he has arguably the best running back that we've seen in a long time in Christian McCaffrey that is that is different from the 2020 year. And we all know that when in doubt, run it out. And you got a guy back there that's going to run between him and Debo. So I think that that, I think with the combination of experience, the hunger and the grit, and they also, I've talked to those guys, they have unfinished business. I think they come out and win it by eight points. Man, excellent stuff today. We, uh, the, really you are going to be an excellent analyst, but you're still playing pro ball. Good luck up there in Canada this year, man. And, and thank you so much for your time and, and keep grinding and, yes, and play well. All right, thank you so much. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks and giggle. Enjoy Super Bowl weekend. Thank you. That's Demontre Moore, former All American at Texas A&M, professional defensive end and uh, career uh, sack machine. We'll be right back. He joined us on the Farm Bureau guest line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team. We'll be back. Take the friggin' wax out of here. Did you hear me? This is Sports Talk. Sports Talk. Mississippi. Woo-hoo! I say sports fans. Now, here's more on Super Talk Mississippi. So 
So Bubba said during that interview, you don't think he got paid at A&M? Come on, Bork. Not like the players are getting paid today. And he said you should ask him. uh, That's not what that interview was for. What was to open up. You know, did you get paid by A&M? We're not doing that. No. No. But But did he get money illicitly like every other high-level recruit? Of course he did. But was he getting NIL deals worth six? Or was he getting deals worth six figures a year? He might have gotten six figures to sign. Because I think, mean, as I recall, he was a, a highly recruited guy, four or five star. But it, he wasn't making that a year. No, no, no. It's uh, it's significantly more now for everybody. I mean, there's the old uh, rumor about what a certain linebacker got to go to a certain uh, college in Georgia from Mississippi, and that number is significantly lower than what the players are getting paid today. And at the time, you were like, "Holy, what? He got what?" Now it's, yeah. oh, okay, that's what Auburn's paying other schools' backup linebackers to go there now. Exactly. Huh? I mean, what did Auburn pay Cam Newton? What, what's, what's the word? 180K? Isn't that what they say that, that Cam Newton cost back that's, then? That's a good investment, as be, Charles Barkley said. And Justin, my, uh, maybe, maybe my favorite video on uh, the internet, by the way, Charles Barkley talking about Dirk Nowitzki. And uh, Cam Newton. Definitely suggest you check it out if you haven't already. There was a moment on Inside the NBA last night that I'm going to play for you that I I'll, oh. I'll, I have to wait for the break just to make sure there's not, you know, sometimes they let words yeah. fly. I just got to make sure there's not yeah. one. But it is a classic moment from those guys. They, they, don't, they don't need to be just basketball. They need to be a studio Borky. show for all sports. Borky. I won five championships, Borky. That's not a bad shack right there. It's, you just got to talk really low and kind of monosyllabic, yeah. and you can make it happen. But like they, I, can, I can barely do Charles. but They need to have a studio set up right now at the Super Bowl. We need to put those guys at the college football playoff. We need those guys at the Masters. I mean, just get them everywhere because inside the NBA is seriously, it's the best studio show we have in sports. They, like They actually talk about the games, they analyze the games, but they are oh, so yeah. funny and just willing to do whatever. And their producers are clearly phenomenal because they come up with these great ideas. They need to do all sports, though. They, we need them everywhere. The only the only other show that's close to it, and, and a lot half of ninety percent of our listeners will never listen to it, but the Champions League pregame show with Thierry Henry, Jimmy Carragher, and Micah Micah Edwards is that his last name? Micah Richards uh, and Kate Abdo as the as the host. Fantastic. They they just it's rip like on each other though. Because well, what's funny is you got Jimmy Carragher who won like two Champions Leagues, and then you got Thierry Henry who's maybe the greatest player. Uh, of the Premier League history and won a Champions League, and then Micah never did anything, and so they just rip on him the whole time, and it's hilarious. He, he, it's like if, imagine if 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 Shaq, Shaq one day, Kenny Smith won a couple titles with the Rockets. Imagine if they one day they just turned on Shaq and they were just yeah. like, "You didn't win anything." That's what that show is. Well, they're doing that to Barkley all the time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They just yeah, just just I mean, but, but it's it's worse. And like even the host gets in on it too. Kate Abdo, she uh, she she crushes him. Like she'll she'll lead off the show listing off everybody's accolades, and then and Michael Richards is here, <laughs> just just kills him. It's so funny. Oh man, 
Chase says, Google me, uh, Chuck, is one of the best sports show clips ever. Yeah, that's. I mean, there's great. so many classics uh, from, uh, my from favorite, that show. My favorite, my favorite cl- clips from that show are when they had to call the police at the Clippers-Rockets game, and Chuck and Shaq are just cracking up that about police presence <laughs> at the, in the locker room. And, and like Shaq is like Blake Griffin, one of the toughest men, but Chris Paul trying to get me, man. I get him. That that <laughs> makes me laugh. When Shaq did the one chip challenge is one of the funniest clips yes. you'll ever see. That's so good. And then it's not it's not inside the NBA, but it's another thing that Shaq was on, and they played an April Fool's joke on him. Have you seen this one? Mm-mm. Where they had some sort of like Bleacher Report listed the greatest centers of all time. And so they start going down the list. Like the first one is Kareem, and then it's Wilt, and then it's Bill Russell, and then it's Hakeem, and then it's David Robinson, and then it's Jack Sigma, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's Dwight Howard. And Shaq is just like, what's going on? And they let him in on the joke, and they show him, they show the clips of him as they're revealing the names. And he's like this. If you're watching Super Talk TV, he's like this. He just is in disbelief that all of these people are ahead of him. And it, Isaiah Thomas was on it, and he is dying. He is just because they got Shaq so bad. So, yes. And you know what that show has? It has sort of the thing that we have. All right. And that I, this is going to be a shock to some of our listeners, but uh, I'm not quite as dumb as I let on no. uh, on this show sometimes. Yeah. And Shaq has that. Shaq and Charles both have that same thing where they're they're not afraid to play the buffoon a little bit. Yeah, that's that's what's funny. That's what makes things funny when somebody if when the guy's in on the bit, that that, that makes it funny. God, that reminds me of the time where uh, Shaq was struggling through uh, a, a read for TNT's The Alienist. And Barkley was like, oh, yeah. "You can't read." <laughs> he's like, "Okay, you do it." And then Barkley screwed it up right away. <laughs> Yeah, what he said, we can't repeat on nope. the air, I don't think. <laughs> so, God, the, the 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 one with the cops is the best one. I mean, Shaq is like literally about to come out of his clothes. He's laughing so hard at, at, at the idea that the Clippers, or that the Rockets had, oh, no, it was, it was the Clippers called the police on the Rockets. Yeah, because they were all Chris like, Paul was mad. Like, no, no yeah, and he's like, no, notice nobody came after Pat Beverly. And, then, and Chuck <laughs> goes, oh, no, Pat Beverly, nobody's coming after him. <laughs> nobody oh, wants man. any of Pat Bev. Oh, sir. So. Oh uh, man, yeah, I'll, I'll play that because oh, it, it's it's one of their better ones. It is absolutely. Yeah, I one need of to hear it. I need ones. to hear it. Uh, somebody says Shaq doing that chip challenge was classic. The best inside the NBA is it's Charles so Barkley attacking San Antonio for having <laughs> the fat <laughs> with. <Yeah. laughs> Should I do that one day? Just go after Oxford? I can't call the Oxford women fat women though. That's that's a misnomer. Everybody would know I was kidding. <laughs> Lovely women in Oxford. Well, uh, too. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Barkley, and then and he, he's called back to that joke like six times. Like any time they're near they're about Texas, he, he's like, "Well, he'll, he'll go in on those San Antonio women." Did they say yeah, that after after women Yama got drafted? There, <laughs> <laughs> he needs to get a bigger frame if he's going to meet a woman. Going to meet a woman in San Antonio. <laughs> Oh my gosh! 
Jeez, jeez, Chuck and Shaq arguing is really the only reason why I watch the NBA. They really do make it, man. It's incredible. I mean, I, I, yeah. I watch the league a lot because I'm a fan of, of one team, and and so I keep up with it. But it's incredible that the studio show is better than the product on the floor. It is. That show is better than the games that happen before and after that show. It's incredible. It's true. It's a true story. Gosh, it, it, when, they, when they race to the, the board... To, to see who gets to yeah. do the the breakdown first, and then uh, who was it? it? It was um, it was Kenny, right? That shoved Shaq into the Christmas tree. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's the thing, like Kenny Smith. Like one of these things is not like the other, right? Shaq, one of the greatest players of all time. Charles Barkley, one of the greatest players of all time. Kenny Smith was a good player in yeah. his time, but he's not in the in the top fifty players. I mean. Shaq and Charles Martin are probably in the top 25 players of all time. Yeah. And then there's Kenny Smith, but he holds his own. He does. He did win a couple titles, though, so, you know, he has something over over Charles. And, and Ernie just seems awesome. I mean, he just seems like a really cool dude. What, one of the best studio hosts in the game. Yeah. Just because he, he, he knows how to go with the flow. He's smart about his topics. He knows He does his research. He's well-respected. Everybody loves him, so... It's yeah. really good in golf too. I mean, just the the crossover with NBA and golf is uh, is really funny. So yeah, I'll, very good. I'll play yeah. that clip for you guys. I'm just going to make sure it doesn't have language. But they they had one of those classic moments last night, and uh, we can just tell everybody to earmuffs, and so I can hear it. Yeah, for right. sure. Uh, first Super Bowl prop of the day: Reba McIntyre. Oh. Will she sing the national anthem a cappella? Yes or no. Ooh. She sung the anthem before and has done both pretty much equally. I'm going to vote no. I'm going to vote there'll be some sort of choir or something up there with her. Some kind of instrument. Uh, yeah. Will Taylor Swift be shown on the broadcast during... There's a lot of Taylor Swift props. Just prepare yourself. During yeah, the national anthem. During the national anthem. During the anthem will they show her. You can put that's a, that's money on this. One. I mean, I'm, this is America. You can put money on anything. Uh, I'm going to vote no. I'm going to say no to that one. Will Taylor Swift be shown in the stadium, of course, has to be in the stadium, wearing mm-hmm. clothing that bears Travis Kelsey's name, image, likeness, or jersey number? Yes. She's yes. done it before, but not every game. Yes. I'm saying Yes. I think so, too. We'll get to more of these props and also uh, one of those classic moments from uh, from Shaq and uh, and Charles Barkley last night. Sports Talk Mississippi, 601-879-4395. We also have Mississippi State basketball to talk about. Ole Miss has a, uh, essentially a bye this weekend, so no hoops for the Rebs. But State's got a road game, which is typically tough, but the opponent not so much. we got to talk about that today. As well. Glad you're with us. Text us on the Seaspire text line 601 879 4395. We'll be right back. Sports Talk, Mississippi. Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Let me put it to you this way right here on Super Talk, Mississippi. Locked in and loaded. She says she can't wait for Food Friday. Yeah, we're going to start that 20 minutes early today So because it's the Super Bowl. Everybody cooks. 
for the Super Bowl. Everybody. So, we might as well talk about it for a long time. So get ready. Food Friday, 5 o'clock. What are you cooking for? Super Bowl Sunday. Save them, but let us know at 5 o'clock. Anyway, this was last night. This is at the very... We're good? We're, we're good. This is at the very beginning of Inside the NBA last night. This is how they started the show. Are you all ready to do this show? Got a lot Sound familiar, Ernie? The sound of water pouring in a cup. Yeah. <laughs> it does sound a little familiar from earlier tonight when... Uh, no. Uh, Mitchell gets stitches. Don't do it, Ernie. <laughs> what did you... What do you think I'm going to say? No, I don't know what you're talking about, Shaq. But maybe take your mic off next time. Uh, anyway, we have uh, we have nine highlights to get to. Could have been worse, uh, Ernie. But we also have we also have yes, could have been worse. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's why I'm glad Houston doesn't do the wireless mic thing when we're on remote. I take two diuretics for blood pressure. I don't need I don't need that heat. Could've I don't need been... that smoke. Could have been worse. Could have been worse. Oh, my gosh. If uh, if if you're not picking that up, Shaq apparently went to the bathroom and forgot to turn his (laughs) microphone off when he went into the bathroom. So everybody on set got to hear what was going on. (laughs) I got a lot of jokes I could make. I'm not. I won't. No, and you could tell that they had a lot of jokes that they wanted to make that they could not. Yeah, yeah. They made those jokes off the air. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Chase on the I'll, I'll text line. One. I bet it's. I bet it sounded like a rocket coming out. Oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> like the space shuttle taking off. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> <laughs> I can't resist that joke. Come on. Chase says Super Bowl props is a national holiday. Prop bets took Super Bowl parties and square. Prop bets took Super Bowl parties and square boards and just injected pure electricity into the most electric event in the world. So we stopped at uh, Taylor Swift prop. Here's another one. You can actually bet money on this because God bless America. Who will be shown first sitting directly next to Taylor Swift during the game? Will it be Jason Kelsey, Travis's brother, Donna Kelsey, his mom, Brittany Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, his wife, or none of the above? It's only those three. Those three or none. None so, of those. Three. So the field is the field is the smart bet here because there'll just so. be some rando standing there. Yeah. I, uh, Either that or this is the one where Jackson Mahomes is like, "This is my moment," and he just forces himself into geez. the picture. Which iconic Las Vegas landmark will be shown first on the broadcast during the game? The welcome sign, the Bellagio fountains, the uh, Luxor Pyramid Sphinx thing. The MGM Grand Lion, the Sphere, or the Stratosphere Tower, or the High Roller Ferris Wheel. Which, and obviously those those bottom ones are, are better odds. Uh, you you get yeah. more money if you bet them. What will be shown first? Bellagio Fountains is a very safe bet. I think. I think so that's too. Just, you get better value the than the, the Welcome to sign, also. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Bellagio Fountains would be my bet. Will the broadcast show a casino floor or a sports book at all during the game? No. I think I agree there. No. No, they're not they're not ready for that yet. So, this is a weird question if you don't realize that they're doing a Nickelodeon broadcast as well. 
Will mm-hmm. SpongeBob be shown on the real broadcast, the CBS broadcast of the game? Will we see SpongeBob? Yes, because they'll do like a little, you know, they bring it in. They're like, hey, if you want to turn it over, and then SpongeBob will be there. Yes. I say, I vote yes. They, My money's on yes. They will get tens of millions of people watching the Nickelodeon broadcast of the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And they have like serious broadcasters on it. Uh, is it? Ian not, Eagle was yeah. on it, wasn't he? Him, yeah. and, and I forget who the, his analyst is, but uh, Chris Fowler, by the way, is calling the game for ESPN Australia. So if you're watching the Super Bowl in Australia, CBS, the American broadcasting company, obviously does not have CBS in Australia. So Australia has a broadcasting company that bids on the Super Bowl, just like everything else. ESPN Australia bid on it, and Chris Fowler is calling the game with Dan Orlovsky as his analyst for ESPN Australia. I want to hear that broadcast, I think. I think I want to hear that. Uh, I don't know, Jim. Orlovsky would be good, I think. <laughs> oh, Jim, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, Poor guy. Heads or tails on the coin flip? Tails never fails. Always vote tails. So Tails has a three... Uh, three-game lead on heads in Super Bowls. It's going to add to that lead. Tails never fails. Three-game lead. We'll get to more of these and your text when we come back. 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. Debbie thinks we're wrong about the casino floor, by the way. She thinks we're wrong. She thinks they're going to show one. Oh, you're wrong, Debbie. Uh, we will have to see more props, and we got to talk about state hoops as well. An important game, not a big game because their opponent stinks, but an important game as well. We'll get to that in the 4 o'clock hour. That starts when we come back. Don't go anywhere. To the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Sounds good. On Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad with you at Sports Talk Mississippi on a Friday. By the way, last night the NFL Honors Awards ceremony happened and uh, Kevin Stefanski was called Steven Stefanski? Steven Stefanski. Yeah. That's that's, that's short for Stefanski. Yeah. Should not have won Coach of the Year, but whatever. Uh, Lamar Jackson won MVP, was not unanimous. He only missed it by one vote, and Stephen A. Smith was hot about that this morning. And and the, and the one vote didn't go to the guy who finished second, which was Dak. It went to Josh Allen, who yeah. was like seventh. Interesting deal there. But we also learned yeah. last night who is getting inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, one of which being Patrick Willis, the former Ole Miss linebacker, played in San Francisco, called his career quits uh, early, uh, was kind of in his prime when he decided to hang it up, and that led to, I don't know if it was controversial, most people's reaction last night was well-deserved, but uh, Peter Schrager in particular was campaigning for him to get in. 
Uh, there, there's a lot of discussion about him in particular when the nominees were released of, you know, should Willis get in? His, he was good, but the career was really short. Was that a Hall of Fame career? And, and the voters uh, agreed that it was. He was uh, an all-pro every year, absolutely dominant, the, the, the best first, the first or second best linebacker in the NFL the entire time he was in the NFL, and that ended uh, with a Hall of Fame induction. So that is really cool. Ole Miss's third inductee, and they will get a fourth here uh, as early as next year with Eli because he will be eligible next year. Very well deserved. But you buried the lead, and that is apparently coming back from death was not enough to win comeback player of the year. Joe Jamar Flacco Hamlin did not win comeback great player of story. the year. Great story. Joe Flacco comes back and, and leads the Browns to the playoffs. No no question about it. Great story. Jamar Hamlin died. On the field. Was brought back to life and played in the NFL. How? How? How is he not the comeback player of the year? Uh, I think it's very simple. Apparently, get, quarterbacking the Browns to the playoffs is a greater feat than rising from the dead. Yep. Are you saying Jesus I Christ mean, couldn't take the Browns to the playoffs? I mean, I haven't seen him do it. That that is weird, though. I mean, Joe Joe Flacco just came off the couch. That's what he came back from. He was playing with his yeah his kids. He was fine. You know, he was probably still in good shape. Demar Hamlin died, dead, and didn't win this award. It's it's, it's, it's kind of rough. Tough day for death. No, uh, you learned no you're doubt. not the worst fate in the world. Chase says, if you're Taylor Swift, do you just look up the props, tell a friend the answers, and then tear the casino's mouth out? Yeah, the the thing is, though, that's a crime. She'd go to jail. Absolutely, not risk that. Who? who yeah. What? What prop was it recently? It was the streaker prop. That's what it was. There was a prop that. Would there be somebody that streaks on the field? Yes or no? And this guy put a bunch of money on yes and told everybody he was going to do it, streaked on the field, and then bragged about it afterwards, and they voided right. all the bets. You got to you gotta keep – gotta, we, we, what we've learned this week is that people who commit crimes can't keep their mouths shut. We got Kayshawn Booty putting his own name on things. We, got the, we saw the Brad Bohannon stuff, and now this. I mean, it's just – Guys, if you're going to commit crimes, don't tell people. I, I get why Jimmy Conway was so mad in Goodfellas. I told you not to buy anything. There you go. I mean, Back he, 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 he would have been more six figures richer had he just not told yeah. anybody. Not told anybody. Yeah. Uh, next one. Uh, which soccer star will appear in a commercial first? Lionel Messi is a... Uh, 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 what do you call it? A client of Michelob Ultra? I don't know. He he a endorses spokesman. a spokesman from Michelob Ultra. Thank you. Yeah. And or David Beckham, who's involved with Uber Eats. Both of them have commercials like, in the Super Bowl. Which one will show up first? Feels like Michelob, Anheuser Busch, much bigger company than Uber Eats. So they're probably going to go in like the first quarter. I'm going to go Messi. Messi. I like Messi's selection too. Uber Eats is like a half. 
Uber Eats might set it up to be like, although that's a hold on now. I've just talked myself in. Uber Eats might want to go early and be like, hey, place your order now so it's there by halftime. That's a good point. Maybe they pay extra I'm for that. Beckham. I'm switching. I'm switching. Beckham. Which actress will appear in a commercial first? Very similar uh, personalities, these two. Aubrey Plaza with Mountain Dew or Jenna Ortega with Doritos, both of which have obviously a commercial running in the Super Bowl with those two actresses being in them. Which one will show up first? I hope it's Aubrey Plaza, but uh, I guess I'll go with her. Big fan of hers from the Parks and Rec days. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... So there's been a series of commercials through an online sports book featuring Rob Gronkowski. He's going to do what's called the Kick of Destiny, where he's going to kick a field goal live. He missed last year, right? He missed last year. He's going to do it live as part of a commercial. Does he make it this time, yes or no? So he did it last year and missed, right? He, so he missed. So this is part two. Year and he's the kind of guy, his ego, he's not going to allow himself to miss. He's been training. I bet he's been training. He makes it this year. All right, on to the halftime show. We've got game props as well coming, but on to the halftime show. Will Usher wear sunglasses? Yes. Yes. First off, that game, when is when is kickoff? What time is kickoff here in Mississippi? 530? So that's fourth. That's three thirty. They're in Pacific. So halftime is probably like right at five. That's right when the sun's going to be setting. Yeah, maybe five thirty. Yeah, he's definitely wearing sunglasses, and he's cool like that. He is that too. I would be wearing them too, but that's because I have transition lenses. When will he play his biggest hit single entitled "Yeah"? First, that's a middle. Last, middle. Or not at no. all. No, he plays it for sure. Middle, middle. That's that's a, uh, you know, I've got them. I've got them. They're waiting on it, and then yeah, but he'll finish up with something else. Total be a collaborative piece at the end. Total songs in the halftime show, and they have to. So it can't just be a beat. He's got to sing lyrics of said song for it to count. It doesn't have to be an entire thing, but lyrics of the song have to mm-hmm. come out. Eight and a half. I think that's really high. So let's look here. Last year, you had uh, Rihanna. She sang one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, wow. eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. She sang fifteen songs. We're going over. Going over with Usher at eight and a half. Yeah. Who will make a guest appearance during the show? Alicia Keys, Ludacris, Lil John, Post Malone, Justin Bieber. That weird DJ David Guetta, or none, none of them. So, so is this the first guest appearance? A guest appearance. So, if multiple and you what? bet on one, you you still win. Ah, okay. Well, there are, how many of those people are being advertised? None. So it's only Usher. None. But there's all there's almost oh, always these are a people guest who, appearance. These are people. Who, these are people he's done songs with. Yes, though, is what you're telling me. Little John for sure. I think Little John. What's that guy doing? He's he's got nothing going on. Uh, Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys is a big enough star that she might be like, no, if I'm not if I'm not headlining, I'm not going to be there. Yeah. So no, not for her. Who are some of the other ones? Post Malone, Justin Bieber, Ludacris. Mm-hmm. Bieber is the same way. Bieber is too big a star to 
Yeah. Ludacris could will be there. Ludacris will be there. Again, what's he doing? To the game itself, who scores a touchdown first? McCaffrey. Uh, which team? So oh, obviously San Francisco, but yeah. Yeah. What will be the first penalty flag of the game? It doesn't have to be accepted. Just what will the penalty be thrown first? Offensive holding, false start, defensive pass interference, or holding, or offsides, neutral zone infraction, or roughing the passer, or other. other so what will be the first penalty? What's the value? What's the bet on other? Other? Do you know? Have it? You have it there? I don't have the value on other. I just know ah. that other because I mean I could just feel like an, uh, they they run so many screens I could see it's like a, an illegal dunt lineman downfield yeah. or something. I would go with other. I would you assume you got there. great value in other as well because like offensive holding, yeah. false start. I'll, I would go. You know? I'll go. Yeah, I'll go. I would put a small wager on other. And maybe uh, like if you're probably getting like one to one right. on holding, yeah. So yeah, put a hundred on holding and probably got a good chance there. Somebody says holding is a safe bet. We'll get to more of your uh, messages, more of these props before we get to Bruce at four thirty-seven. Stick around. We also got to talk about state hoops. Uh, we will do that this hour as well. I'm going to tease it, and we're going to do it because I'm teasing it. We could sports talk Mississippi. From the Venable Glass Traffic. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. How do you like that? I love it. On Super Talk Mississippi. Somebody on the text line got a joke, said, so you're saying... Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. And I mean, the reference. That's yeah. right. Glad you guys are with us. I'm Borky. He's Hey Dad. I have a uh, kind of a spicy take, by the way. I was thinking about this. All right. It may not be number one, but I mm-hmm. think if we're having greatest football movie conversations, the replacements belongs in the conversation. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. I think it's Not number one. It's a good movie. I mean, number one's got to be it's like Remember the movies. Titans or something Moments. like that. Oh, for God's sakes, no! Stop! Just stop. Well, what's number one? Why would you do that? I don't know, but it's not that. Is that Remember the Titans? Left side, no. strong side. No, absolutely not. Uh, Based on a true story. Maybe North Dallas Forty. I loved any given Sunday. Um, the longest yard, the first one. Big fan of that. Those, those, are, those are options. But I like the replacements. It has two of my favorite quotes. It has, winners want the ball. And I'm wiry. I love that. <laughs> my biggest offensive weapon is wiry. Whatever that means. <laughs> Oh man, six zero one eight seven nine forty three ninety five. Let's let's get to this because we we have to get to it. We're doing an hour of Food Friday. We got Bruce coming up. Mississippi State at Missouri tomorrow. Yeah, important game because losing it might not be catastrophic, but it would be hitting an iceberg. 
I'm trying to figure out in what world hitting an iceberg is not catastrophic. Well, bo- like boats are thing. boats are made for it now. Oh, okay, okay. Um, no, it would be catastrophic. I think. I mean, state sitting at 44 in the net, a loss to a, a quad three loss at this point in the season probably drops them into the 50s, and and at that point you start you know start wondering. Yeah, at that point you start wondering. You start wondering if they're gonna they're gonna fall apart here. Uh, so then, uh, this, this is th- these games are must win. Jans talked about this on uh, on uh, Wednesday night after the game. He said, you know, and you think about coaches, they're always next game at a time, one game at a time, kind of. But he told his team, he said, hey, we need to be two and zero this week. And he, he understands the importance of, of these 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 games here. This this Georgia, Ar- Missouri, Arkansas stretch. State needs to be three and zero. Get back to six and six in conference play, and then have a chance to finish out strong. With some home games, and then maybe a way to steal another one on the road when you go to Texas A&M. They 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 cannot lose this game and and be taken seriously at that point as an NCAA tournament team. I mean, if they lose this game, they're into the fifties. I, I just don't see it. So that being said, I think they'll win this game. I think Missouri yeah. is obviously not very good. Missouri, I, I don't know if I point. I, I don't put it down on the podcast. Let's do it here. Eight wins on the year, right? They have one quad one win, one quad two win. One quad three win and five quad four wins. Wow! So I mean, even their wins are not good. Their one their one quad one win is against Pitt in the SEC ACC uh, uh, challenge, and that game was at Pitt. And I, don't ask me how Missouri won it. Uh, they've taken a massive step back. You know, last year they were really good, and Richard told us a little bit about you know some of the personnel losses. But I don't think that they expected to drop down to being their last place in the SEC. They lost to Vanderbilt. They're the only ones that have so far. So, yeah, State has to go to Columbia and get this win. Uh, I expect them, if they play like they played on, on Wednesday, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Um, if they sure. play like they played last Tuesday in Oxford, they'll be fine. If they play like they played against in Tuscaloosa against Alabama, they're in trouble. Just win. And that's the thing. Just win. It, it can be ugly. It can be beautiful. It doesn't matter. Just come away with a win however you got to get it and, and move right. on. I mean, it's... It's a net bomb, even though it's on the road. It, it just you hate games Gotta like win. this, don't you? They're, they're they're just the worst. Yeah, I think I think though that state knows what what they're getting into, and they they know that they're the better team, and they 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 have to win. And if they they know they know that if they play a good game, they'll win. They they know that the only way Missouri is going to win this game is if state turns the ball over fifteen, sixteen, seventeen times. If state doesn't, you know, box out and, and gives up 10, 12 offensive rebounds, it's more, it's completely about what Mississippi State does and does not do versus anything Missouri will do. I don't, I don't think we could have come here on Monday and state's lost and we're looking at a state team that shot 50% and was, you know, 17 of 23 from the line and, you know, was in the rebounding game and would have said, well, Missouri shot 61% from the field and 48% from three, and that's how they won. I don't think we're doing that. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. So uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow, and, uh, of course, we'll talk about that uh, as well as the Super Bowl on Monday. Again, Ole Miss off this weekend. Uh, they're in Rupp on Tuesday yeah. night. Who will have the... off on Wednesday of next week. Yeah, so they, they have has no midweek game next week. Right. Do you like this? Yeah, I don't know. I can't decide off. if I like it. Well, I mean, it's it, this was used to be where you'd play the SEC Big 12 game. Right. But that's gone now that they did the ACC thing, and they did that in the preseason. 
So yeah, I mean that's just the way it works out. So yeah, I don't. It doesn't bother me. Getting a, I mean, if you're a state fan, do you think you know with DJ Jeffries and Trey Ford having injuries, having seven days off is nice. You know, maybe you can get at least one of them back uh, for the for the stretch run. Who will have the longer touchdown or pass completion? So it doesn't have to be a touchdown. Who will throw the longest completion? Mahomes or Purdy? Are those your only two options? Those are the only two options. Okay. I would say Mahomes. I would love to put a flyer on like Debo Samuel, though. Will score a touchdown, McCaffrey, Kelsey, both, or neither? So if you pick one, you're betting on the other not to score. Right. Both is the the, the choice here. I think that's a pretty safe bet. Mm -hmm. Will the distance of the longest field goal made on Sunday be over or under 46.5 yards? Two pretty good kickers. Reed is the kind of guy that on like fourth and two from the 36, he would kick. Shanahan is the kind of guy who would go for it. Yeah. I think the answer is longer. I think there'll be like a four, if there's a 47, there might be a 47, 48 yarder. Yeah. I would take the over. What will any of these happen? So you got to pick one or none at all. Or no, excuse me. Will any of these happen? Yes or no? Safety, flea flicker, a doink, so a field goal attempt that hits the upright, a defensive Mm -hmm. touchdown, or a special teams touchdown. Will any of those things happen, yes or no? Yes. I would bet yes. I think a flea flicker will happen for sure. These are two wide-open offenses. They they run a lot of weird stuff. There's no no way there's not a flea flicker in this game. I, I can already feel it. And finally... What color of Gatorade will be poured on the winning coach? Purple is the favorite at plus 275. Orange at plus 325. Blue at plus 375. Green slash yellow slash lime. All the same. 375. Red or pink, 400. Clear, so a clear liquid that isn't water, I suppose. And also water, because it says clear slash water. At that Gatorade Frost plus eleven hundred, and the coach doesn't get the bath at plus two thousand. No way. Plus eleven hundred is great value for water. Great value. I'm taking water at plus eleven hundred. That could be a big win for you. Plus eleven hundred. You put you you put a fifty bucks on that. That's a nice payday. Water just make they they always are going to have water, right? You don't know what kind of Gatorade they're going to have. You don't know who has what, but there's always a water cooler. There's always going to be somebody who just wants water. That's where they're going. Hot Sauce is checking in on a Friday. What's up, Hot Sauce? Glad to see you. We get another one. What are what are the odds on both Kelsey and McCaffrey? So that, I believe, was the worst odds. That that was uh, what you expect to happen. I think that was the, the worst odds in that prop, was that they would both score a touchdown, if you can believe it. I would think the worst thought should be that neither one is going to score a touchdown. I, I meant there's no um, way. No, I, I, I'm sorry, I screwed that up. I meant the okay, okay. Um, the, the worst return. Odds. So the best odds. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Yeah, there's there there. Yeah, the the chance of both of them not scoring is negligible to say the least. 
Tim says, hey, Dad, you're closer to my age than Michael, but can you ever remember State or Ole Miss not being talked about in baseball like this this time of year? People are going to get mad, but you're just going to have to get over it. Ole Miss, yes. When I was a kid, Ole Miss baseball, I mean, until basically Mike Bianco got there, Ole Miss baseball was an afterthought. Uh, State, no, not really. Very uh, interesting times. Mike Bianco uh, released his first game lineup, which will probably not even be second game lineup uh, in pitching rotation and stuff like that. We'll talk all about that next week as we're getting closer uh, to the actual games, just with the Super Bowl and Food Friday and all that. Figured we'd save that uh, for uh, for next week. We'll get the same from Lamonis at some point here soon, and so we'll do both of those at the at the same time. So. Bruce Marshall, when we come back, talking Super Bowl. Sports Talk Mississippi on a Friday. Don't go anywhere. Let's go to the junction, in the grove, and to the top. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. So I guess they're playing on natural grass inside of the dome there in Vegas. I did not realize that. Unless I am... No, they are. They they do the field rolling thing like they did in Arizona, but hopefully this field holds up. They have a field outside that yeah. they eventually roll inside. And, uh, yeah, natural grass. Roof Stadium. I mean, makes sense, yeah. I, I haven't ever noticed what they play on, so... It's actually not grass. It is uh, all the. It's just the fibers of all the dollars that have been wasted in the casinos. There, it just turned. They don't. When when we kick up the pellets, it's not pellets. It's just it's dollar bills. It's just little burnt dollar bill pellets. You've been to Vegas, right? Three times. What did you do that you can share? I could share everything. It's not a big deal. Uh, I mean, I, I gambled. I ate. Uh, I saw a couple of like low end shows, like comedy shows. They were funny. Um, uh, I'm you know lounged by the pool. We did get a pool uh, cabana, so that was fun. Uh, you know, sat and, and drank uh, strawberry mojitos all day. It was that was a good day. Um, walked up and down the strip. Uh, might have uh, might have drank too much. A couple times. I uh, might have eaten a, a pizza at 6 in the morning and then gone to bed and woke up again at, you know, 9.30 a.m. I'm telling you, there's something about those casino bedrooms. First off, the curtains, they, they are, like, locked around the windows. So no light is getting in. And then they're just pumping pure oxygen in there. Four hours of sleep is like eight hours in your regular bed. Really? It's just, you just hibernate. It's incredible. Uh, literally, we go to bed at 5 and wake up at 10, and you're just like, I'm ready. I'm good. Let's go. And so it was fun. It was really fun. It was really hot both times I went. Oh, sorry, two of the times I went. I went once in December and went twice in the summer. The second summer, I was there for a record high day. It was, uh, I think they said it was 114. Jeez. It was, it was hot. It was hot. Is it so like how the movies meals? depict it? In what way? Like 
like hangover, but not what happens, but oh. just the, the, the sheer amount of just stuff going on yeah. all at once. It, it's, there's definitely some sensory sensory overload, for sure. I mean, at any time, you can be eating a gourmet meal, you can be gambling, you can be seeing a show, you can be on the strip just looking at the cool stuff out there, you know. The the fountains are awesome. The, the I love the Mirage Volcano, the Treasure Island pirate ship, all that stuff. I mean, it's just it's just cool. Yeah, I love it. I I, I want to go back. Yeah, for sure. We need to get you to go back. How do we do that? Uh, I mean, if anybody's listening, and wants to, you know, if I can get like an advance on my salary, maybe I don't know. It's just it's just a money thing. Is all it is. We, we need we need Lebby to to get the the Bulldogs into the Vegas Bowl. If they, hey, now we're talking. Now we're now, now I would like that very much. I, I, I love it out there. You know, the, 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 I like to eat well too, as you, I don't know if you do that about me or not. So, I mean, this, and there's just so many different options, right? Like the best Italian restaurant I've ever eaten at is in Vegas. The best breakfast I've ever had is in Vegas. And, uh, is the best steak I've ever, the best steak is not in Vegas, but it, I had a really good one out there. The breakfast for sure was the best one. The Bouchon, Bouchon, and the Venetian. Bouchon? Incredible. Going to look that up. Yeah. I've never been, obviously, yeah. if I'm asking these kind of elementary yeah. you questions. Need, you need to go. You 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 would have fun out there. So, Especially with the golf. I went downtown, went, downtown, went to Old Vegas, played in the uh, played poker in the Binion's Horseshoe uh, Casino where they, the first World Series of Pokers were played. Uh, so that was fun, a little, little, little nostalgia there. I remember one night I was playing, and... Uh, I got a real feel for like people who are professional gamblers, what kind of grind it is. I was playing at a table. I was, I was, I was, I was just say I was not the best player at the table. I was not by a large margin. There was a bunch of guys there who knew how to play, but I know how to play too. And I played for a couple hours, man. And I was just, I was grinding like every hand was a war. And I got up after two hours. I was like, I must be down like a hundred bucks. I hadn't really, hadn't really counted my chips. I got up, I was up five bucks. Oh, wow. And I was just like, this was the hardest $5 I've ever earned in my life. I can't imagine coming to do this every day as my job. Like, there are people that's their job. They just get up and gamble, and they play poker and try to get up, be up a couple hundred every day, and it's like, I, I couldn't imagine. It was it was, it was tough. What made tough. it so Those tough, just the, the fact that you had to consider, I mean, I've only the, played the poker with, like, people. drunk buddies, and, and that's it. Oh, the, the quality of the people playing and that that the, the, the understand how to read hands and how you know how to read people and you know they know all the odds and they, they, there's no there's no bluffing them there's no, you know you have to play that tight aggressive like when you've got a hand you've got to bet you can't you know if you're trying to trap people you're going to lose you're going to lose money you got to be you got to be aggressive when you when you can be aggressive that's what happened to me down on the coast when, and last year in that tournament. I mean, I made the right decision when I when I busted out. I had the best hand at the turn, but on the river, I didn't have the best hand because the guy got 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 a he had a flush draw and he hit on it. You know, if I had I, man, I, we didn't I know, talk about that won, at all at that time. We should have. Yeah. What 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 a mistake that was. Yeah, I fin I think I finished. I think we started with like two hundred and fifty people, and I finished. I guess I finished eighteenth. Wow. Why didn't yeah. we talk about that? I don't, I'm sure Richard had something. He was just he was just talking about God knows what, golf but, uh, or whatever. I mean, we're still in baseball, and it was funny. It's like we were still in baseball season, so there was nothing to talk about with State or Ole Miss at that time. Yeah, like I had, 
I know people don't really like bad beat stories, but they, it is what it is. I had uh, I had a uh, Ace Jack flop comes Ace something Jack. I'm like, okay, we're in good shape here. Guy bets, I raise, he calls. Turn comes, now there's two diamonds out there, and I'm like, okay. So he checks, and I uh, I pushed all in. And he was just looking at me. He looked at me for a while. He's like, what on earth could you have? And when I turned it over, he was like, oh, no. But he had two diamonds. He had an ace and two diamonds. So he had a pair, but he had the flush draw, and the, the, the river car was a diamond. Of if I had won that hand... I probably, I don't know that I would have won the tournament, but I would have cashed because I would have been a monster chip leader at that point. So I, he and I, I think I was like 13th or 14th in chips, and he was like 9th or 10th. And if I had gotten all of my chips back plus what he was going to have to give me, I was going to be in the top five, and I probably could have just coasted to the final table at that point. So that would have uh, cashed just the final table, nothing yeah, I think it was the final table was going to at least make their money back. It was 150 to enter, so I paid. I, paid, I would have at least gotten that back. I think the winner was going to take home like four and a half, four, forty five hundred or something. Man, can't, I can't so, believe yeah. that, that, was that was the thing, the best. The, the best part of it is like I spent my, for 150 bucks. I had my entire Saturday basically. I, I got there at like I think we started playing at like 10 a.m. and I walked out of there about seven that night. Wow. You played nine I mean, hours just, of poker? Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they give you breaks. They give you like a 30-minute break, go use the restroom, get your get a drink, take, you know, decompress for a second. But still, nine hours of poker, that's crazy. Yeah. And then my buddy who I went with, uh, he, he finished 16th, I think. So we were both in there a long time. We were just like, this was the best part. Like, yeah. we didn't have to, like, walk in. I, I, there have been some times I've, I've played, put my money in. We had played like three hands, four hands, and got on the wrong side of something and had to walk out. And it's like, well, that sucked, but it is what it is. And you have those days like that. I've, I've had some days where I've cashed, like no tournaments, but I've, I've played at the, you know, just in games and walked out a winner a few times. So We need to do that. We need to go to the Pearl River Resort, by the way. If uh, you, you don't even have to twist this arm, brother. Just, just give me a little nudge. If you're looking for a place to watch the Super Bowl, by the way, if you're not having a party at your house, check out the Pearl River Resort Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge. Yes. The best place to watch the big game will be at the Pearl River Resort. But yeah, we need to do that. I've I've always wanted to. I've just I've kind of been intimidated by the the thing that you mentioned is is you've got you know real intelligent gamblers and poker players in there, and I would not describe myself as that. I mean, I've Watched the World Series of Poker as a kid. I, I played with buddies. We played online for a little bit. Poker Stars is where I played for a while. But that's nothing. I mean, it, it, it barely counts. And then I was a teenager. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a little yeah. intimidated by walking into, like, one of these poker rooms. and You can't. Because you can't, you know, everybody's most of the people at the table are the same as you. They're just there to gamble. They, they like playing poker, and they're going to they're have a good time. Yes, there are a few guys in there who are sharps. They're, 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 that's what they're, 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 they're living is made gambling. And, you know, God bless them. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's a tough life. You know, not everybody's Phil Ivey. Not everybody's bringing home, you know, a, seven figures a year playing poker. Uh, mostly, like I said, like I, I said that one time, I, I played for two hours and was $5 up, and I was just like, I mean, I was literally exhausted. And all I'd done is sit there and play cards. But 
Yeah. You know, if especially if you're going to have a drink, you know, I mean, you got to tip the waitress, obviously, but I sat there and for nine, I had nine hours worth of entertainment for 150 bucks. That's less than 20 bucks an hour. I, I yeah, can live with that. That I, works. So George says, get good with Cross, and the whole crew can go to uh, to Vegas. Yeah, hop on the jet and head on uh, head on out. Six zero one eight seven nine forty three ninety five is the text line. Appreciate you guys being with us. Get your Food Friday submissions ready. We'll do that here in uh, about 12 minutes from right now. Sports Talk Mississippi in the Pearl River Resort Studio. Hey, guys. What's happening? What the heck are you doing? Sports Talk Mississippi on your radio and in the game. Sports Talk Mississippi. With you, it's Sports Talk Mississippi on a Friday. College football coaching carousel continues to spin. Bill O'Brien took the Boston College job today, so Ohio State, without their offensive coordinator, because he was there three weeks ago, and now he's not off to Boston College, replaced him with Chip Kelly. Now UCLA is an open job and a roster that has 30 days if they want to put their name in the transfer portal. And uh, they I assume they can't leave. Now, apparently they're on the quarter system, so they could find a destination if they want, but the enrollment date at most places is long past. So you may not see movement right now from UCLA, but saw Coach Prime put, I ain't hard to find on Twitter earlier, so looks like he's going to be in the market <laughs> For He's some UCLA players, ready. but any decent player at UCLA is going to be contacted by 25 to 50 schools across the country, and this thing's just going to keep on churning over and over and over again. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, I don't know what defensive players they have, but Mississippi State would be wise to reach out to them when we get to that point. Yeah, is there a starting linebacker at UCLA that's useful? It's maybe got to be somebody, right? Yeah. Maybe a pass rusher or two? A DB? Yeah. Corner? Yeah. Yeah. They have to be yeah, quite active stable. in the spring window, Will Mississippi State. Well, you know, and I asked Coleman Hutzler about that on Wednesday, and, and basically he, spring is an evaluation. So they, you know, the, the thing is you know you're going to lose some guys, right? Some of the guys who aren't playing for you. So you may have to go get some depth. But, you know, if spring goes the way you want, you might say, okay, we're okay. Now, I think that's unlikely. You know, because they're so inexperienced. They're so inexperienced on that defense. So, you know, I don't know if you're just thinking, do you take your lumps in year one and, and just sort of go with it or, or what? I don't know. I know that, I know David Turner has said he likes his young guys. He likes Trevion Williams. He likes Calvin Dinkins uh, and that group they brought in last year of, of Joseph Head and, and Gabe Moore and uh, oh, what's that other kid's name? Caleb Bryant. I should have remembered him. He's from Vicksburg. Um and so on and so forth. So he likes that young group, but goodness, you're talking about a group. I mean, they just don't have any experience whatsoever. Stone Blanton might. Stone Blanton and Corey Ellington are the most experienced guys on that defense, and, and Blanton's obviously a transfer. Interesting times for uh, for sure. We'll talk about this more later on. 
Forgive me. I'm uh, struggling today, but that's okay. Uh, there's a uh, online sports book that put some uh, some over under wind totals out. Mississippi State's was four and a half. Ole Miss's was nine and a half. So with Ole Miss, that is the, the that's the sweet spot, right? I feel like Ole Miss is either nine and three or ten and two. Uh, I, th- I think they'll lose to Georgia, and then the other two games that that you look at them today and you're like, those are, might be iffy are Oklahoma because Oklahoma is still a very talented team. They are. That game is in Oxford. Right now, I would tell you, I think Oklahoma wins. I'm sorry, I think I think that Ole Miss wins. I'm sorry, Ole Miss wins that game. It's coming off a and bye as well before that game too. Right then, there's LSU. I mean, are in they going to beat them two years in a row? It's in Baton Rouge. It's tough to win on the road. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I feel like I would take the over. It's but it's it's really close. And and it, I'll, I'll say this. You know, Kiffin last year pulled all the strings correctly. They won a lot of close games last year. They did. You know, and it, it it doesn't take a whole lot to to turn that around and lose a couple of close, close games. So I'd probably stay away from it if I was going to bet. But if I was had to bet, I would take the over. I think ten and two is probably where they are, and that should be enough to get into the playoff. And quick thought on state um, two: we got a minute before the music starts. I would go over. I feel like state will win their non conference games, and then they get Arkansas and Florida at home. Neither one of those teams is necessarily much better than Mississippi State. I think Lebby is a better coach than Pittman and and uh, Napier. So on the old Brian Haydad three-pronged picking system, I've got home field and I've got better coach. And, I mean, I don't know who Arkansas's quarterback is. Mertz is better than Shapen. The Boise State transfer, Arkansas's whose game. name's escaping me, will be the quarterback I would, at Arkansas. I'd probably take Shapen over him. So, I mean, yeah, State State will get five. State will at least get five next year, I think. 601-879-4395 is the text line. We are going to move it up because it's the Super Bowl and all everybody's doing around the Super Bowl is cooking. That is what we do here in this great country of ours. So what are you cooking? What is on the menu, whether it's a Super Bowl party or you're just cooking for you and the family or just you're cooking for you, whatever you're doing, if it's going on the grill, in the oven, whatever, if you're making it, this weekend, we want you to tell us about it. Food Friday presented by Polks. We'll start early. We will start one segment early because it is the Super Bowl. We're, we're going to skip the college football fix. It'll be the food fix presented by Ford we'll and your local what we're Mississippi doing Ford dealer. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, we'll get all three meals in this weekend, yes. No, uh, no doubt. So uh, we'll do that when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi. Food Friday, when we come back, send them in. 601-879-4395. We'll get to yours. We'll tell you what we're doing when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Forky and Haydad with you, the final hour before Super Bowl Sunday, the final hour before football season comes to an end. Love the Super Bowl and everything about it, but also it's a sad reminder that this is the last football was, game that we will have for seven months. 
Six months. Well, two things. Two things. One, I was in a good mood, and then you brought that up. <sighs> and then two, that's that's inaccurate. We have the UFL, right? Oh, that's right. We do have summer football right back here right. in the States. So if you if you need your fix, hopefully the uh, the baseball teams around here will give us something to be focused on over the next few months. Hopefully that happens. But, yeah, hopefully. But we're going to have fun in this last hour. This is usually where the college football fix goes. You're by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Test drive one this weekend, Saturday. Anyway. Play it anyway. Oh, yeah. Play the music anyway. I guess I, I, I need it. Got to pull it up. There we go. There we go. Here, College Football Fixture by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Test drive one today at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. But we are calling an audible on the college football content for this this segment because... Red 42! Red 42! Omaha! Omaha! You seen Wedding Crashers? Hot route! Hot route! Hot route! I don't... You keep yelling a hot route. I don't know what that means. Don't know what that is. Just go stand over here. Crab cakes and football. That's what Maryland does. Speaking of crab cakes, that's what we're talking about today. We are moving Food Friday presented by Polk's and our good friends at Polk's Meat. We got a picture on the text line. He said, speak of the devil. There's a picture of a Polk's truck making deliveries. That was awesome. And uh, no doubt that you are a picky person because picky people pick Polk's. And if you're looking for the best meat products that you can buy, they just so happen to be be made right here in Mississippi. Go to your local meat department. You will see Polk's. I've got a fridge full of Cajun right now. That is my favorite one. I'm going to possibly make a gumbo tomorrow. If I get too lazy, I'm just going to cut them up into little slices and eat a bunch of sausage with barbecue sauce sometime tomorrow. But anyway, Food Friday presented by Polk's. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Brian Haydad, the menus for the weekend are so first off it's funny you mentioned crab cakes or i mentioned crab cakes yesterday's yeah. malcolm reed video was a grilled cab crab cake po boy i didn't know you could grill crab cakes but leave it to the man interesting to, to find a way to find a way uh yeah um, sounds really good uh so tonight i'm gonna make some uh, some tuna tacos i got a couple of tuna steaks we're gonna we're gonna get those done up. That, I love cooking a tuna steak because it takes literally three minutes, literally three minutes. After you put the seasoning on, it is one. It's ninety seconds. Flip sixty seconds. That's that's all you need, and that thing is done. Uh, but I'm gonna take that, and then I'm gonna do the unthinkable. Beautiful tuna. I'm just gonna take like a uh, you got like a bench scraper. You know what I'm talking about? You yeah. Know a bench scraper is. I'm just gonna yeah. You know. And then I'm going to mix that in with some slaw. I bought an Asian-style slaw today at the uh, grocery store. I'm going to put a little hot sauce in there and a little of my favorite, the Bachan's Japanese barbecue sauce. And then we'll scoop that up. And I got some. I, I found these tortillas, La, Banda, La Bandarita, low-carb tortillas, 20 calories nice. per tortilla. Yeah. So, I mean, normally a tortilla is like 100 calories. These yeah. are not, so I can eat four tacos and not feel bad about myself. So that's for dinner tonight. Um, I haven't. I want to cook out tomorrow, but it's supposed to rain all day, so I might. I might have to make like a quick audible or something. But uh, this is a uh, this is a Mississippi pot roast weekend. That's what uh, I'm doing? Because I'm not having a. 
not having a, a party or anything, so there's no need for appetizers or anything. So a buddy of mine uh, bought a cow. This is like this new thing. He bought he bought a cow, that a dead cow that was already chopped into the pieces you wanted. Uh, he, but he's like, he just didn't have enough room in the freezer. He's like, you want a couple of chuck roasts? So I was like, yeah, I'll take those. So that's going to go on the uh, the smoker. We'll get a, or the, or I say the smoker like I have a, I have a grill. It's going to go on the grill, get a little smoke on them, and then we'll wrap them up and get them tender. And I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to do some, some mashed potatoes and gravy. Just, just something yeah. easy. And, and maybe some green beans. So. I hear you. That's where I'm, that's where I'm going. Okay. I like that. I'd like to get some rolls, but rolls, look, this is one of the things that is, I, I've, uh, I've I've learned in my my weight loss journey, as Richard likes to call it, like it, bread, man. I love bread. I love biscuits and rolls and stuff. With my, but you can't have them. You just you just can't have them. It's a killer. Because by the time you put a by the time by the time you put butter on it, you might as well eat just another pound of meat. Yeah, I mean it's just it's just too much. So, also, I don't know if I told you about this. I made a decision. Uh, you know, I count my calories, right? I'm, I'm at four hundred and two straight days of counting calories. When I go on vacation next month, I'm not gonna I'm not, I'm gonna break the streak. So March seventeenth okay. uh, is the day we fly out. That will be the last day I count. I'll get my last week, my last perfect weekend, and then that Monday, starting that Monday, I will not count calories for seven days. I'll just restart when I get back. That's all right. You're you're yeah, out of fine. vacation after over a year. Yeah, something like that. As long as you get right back on it, it'll it'll be all right. Yeah, cheat days are a real thing. Do that. You're right. You're right. So I'm have a cheat week. Yeah, not as intricate uh, for for me. We're, we're going to a magic show tomorrow night. We'll see how that goes. Um, okay. <laughs> so we'll just eat beforehand. We're going out to eat tonight. Uh, Sunday though, I'm going to a Super Bowl party. And so I don't okay. I don't know what they're cooking or making, but I feel like as a guest I have to bring something. I think that would be appropriate if they're going to all the effort to to put a party on. Uh, I am going to do Mississippi pot roast sliders. I'm just going to get okay. uh, some Hawaiian rolls and and make. I mean, it's really simple and easy, but it's so good. Yeah, you chop. You put the pepperoncinis on the uh, sliders. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking about, and I, I might do this with some just to see how they turn out. But put a little cheese on top of the the slider bun, and then put a uh, sliced pepperoncini pepper on top of the cheese, and stick that under the broiler for just a few seconds. Let that melt and yes, be on top. Yeah. How is that going to be bad? That's I don't the know. Question you have to ask yourself. How can adding cheese to a sandwich make it bad? But it I'm talking about on top. It, you know, like close it and then do no, that on I top. See what you're yeah, yeah. No, I see what you're saying. I see, but I'm just saying, how does adding cheese to anything in any way? Make it worse. It does not. It does not. Are you, you are you pro or anti Super Bowl party? Oh, I'm I'm pro. I, I'm just not going to one. But if somebody invited me, I would I would show up and I'd bring some food. But yeah, like I get it. Like people people are into the game and you're not really into the game if you're at a party. If the Saints were playing again, I would not go to a Super Bowl party. I'm locked in on that, right? Yeah. That's every every snap is a season kind of thing. But Chiefs 49ers, I can just go socialize and, and eat wings and, and pick shots and whatever you want to put out in front of me. I can do that. Yeah. And I can just have a good time. Yeah. That, that, that doesn't bother me. I, I, I don't want to go to, I don't want to go to, to parties 
around the sporting events that I deeply care about. Right. Like, I want to watch those. I want to be locked in. If, if you want to come over, that's fine, but the conversation will be at a minimum. Yeah. I'm not, and I'm not cooking. I'm just, I'm watching this game. Super Bowl Chiefs 49ers. Yeah. 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 Let's get together. Sure. It's not like the commercials are good anymore. So. Right. Is what it is. Six year one eight seven nine forty three ninety five. A ton of them have come in. We will do our best to get them all or get to them all. But I think, I mean, it would be a mistake if we didn't start with Debbie. Hey, Dad. Can you find her? I have lost her message. Do you have. Yeah, she's right on top. Okay, good. Oh, that's why I've lost it because I'm I'm down at the very beginning. Yeah, she uh she couldn't boil crawfish, so she did some shrimp, some crab cakes, some soft shell crabs, got some broccoli, and she made uh is that some French fries there? Yeah, homemade French fries, homemade crab cakes, fried shrimp, fried soft shell crabs, steamed broccoli, and for dessert she has a chocolate chip rum cake. And that's just for today. Yeah, that's just today. That's not what she's having. What are you having Sunday, Debbie? Outstanding, though, as uh, as always. Kurt and Tupelo is doing Polk sausage po boys. Sends us a picture. Looks uh, mm. outstanding. That might be what I do. I have. I seriously have like eight packages Look of Polk's that. Cajun right now in my fridge. Yeah, and uh, I, I need to eat it. Yeah, just cut it down the middle. Yeah, yeah. That might be what I do. I really do love, though, that this is going to really tell on me a little bit. I will, for for a meal, if it's just me, I will take a package of polks, and I will will cut them into the little discs, and I will just fry them in a pan and get a cup of barbecue sauce and just eat. Friend of mine. uh, And that's it. Oh, yeah. A friend of mine just texted me and said, I'm in love with Debbie, sight unseen. Oh, yeah. So, she's... Debbie, you've got, you've got a suitor if, if things don't work out with you and the husband. 601-879-4395. We will try to get to as many of these as we can. Appreciate you guys being with us. It's Food Friday a little early, talking Super Bowl menus when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi, don't go anywhere. the Venable Glass Traffic. Can you feel it? Can you hear it? Sports Talk Mississippi. Yeah! On Super Talk Mississippi. Shot through the heart and you're too late, darling. You give love a bad name. Porky and Haydad with you. It's Sports Talk Mississippi on this Friday. Glad you guys are with us. We haven't picked the game yet, by the way, Haydad. We need to do that before the show ends. We've got time. we got time. It's Food Friday time. Though. It is Food Friday time. Continuing on the text line, starting from the bottom up, or at least we should anyway. Here's Paige. She sends us a picture, even though she didn't make it, and it's Mardi Gras related. Had the... It's, Scalabit? Is that what she's saying? I think it's just. I think it's just. A, a oh, it's just, by the way. It's okay. 
Because I, I was going to feel stupid if I did not know what that dish was. Because I know halibut is just like a giant flounder up in Alaska. The yeah, halibut's very good. Very, very, very good. good. Had some of that a few weeks ago. She also said she met the uh, owner, one of the owners of Tabasco. Paige, I hope you looked her in the eye and said, my hot sauce is better than yours. It, that is true. It is better than Oh, it's very true. It's very true. But at GW Finns in New Orleans. See, again, as always, when, when you bring up food in New Orleans, somebody's going to tell you the name of a place you've never been or heard of, and it's phenomenal, and there's another one. I will add that to my list. So, so Debbie, Debbie asking about my friend. How much money does that guy make? Not enough, Debbie. Not enough. I uh, love it. Jeff and Madison, rotisserie chicken. Howdy, neighbor. Loaded with nachos, also grilled Reuben sandwiches and potato salad, chocolate and caramel brownies with bluebell ice cream on top. My goodness. Yeah. Everybody's happy with that. Well, that's not, that sounds fantastic. Over here, just See, adding GW here. Fins to my list of New Orleans places yeah, I haven't eaten list. yet that I need to go to. <laughs> my buddy agreed with me, too. He's like, not enough, Debbie. Not enough. Uh, what we got here? We got the whole Super Mill menu party here from, uh, do we have a name? We don't. Oh, well. 20, he's got buffalo party wings, pork sliders, two racks of ribs, king cake, and something called Colorado cranberry juice. Let me... Do a quick Google search. And he says he doesn't bet against Mahomes. He's taking the Chiefs' money line and the over. All right, so this is just cranberry juice. I'm not seeing, is it like an alcoholic drink or is that a cocktail? Here we go. No, I'm not seeing anything. I gotta know. I need to know what cranberry, Colorado cranberry juice is because I feel like that's something more than just cranberry juice. I sure hope that's not a troll. If it is, it's not showing up. I mean, I'm not getting an Urban Dictionary or yeah. anything on it, so I think we're I think we're safe. Yeah, you're safe, so. unlike me from many months unlike ago. Unlike you. Exactly. Ooh, somebody's doing a whole hog. Said I'm cooking one of these. Now we're talking. Awesome. He's doing it for what hogs for the cause. Here. That's a, a big uh, barbecue fundraiser oh, that's down a big there in New thing Orleans. Down there, yeah. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Very good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Dwayne and Brandon's got some boiled shrimp with corn, potatoes, potatoes. Oh, I'm sorry, I said potatoes twice. Shrooms. I like potatoes. And Polk's Cajun sausage. What we got here? Rob is going Thanksgiving. Uh, Fried quail, rice, gravy, mac and cheese, and biscuits. Man, I would be all over that. You ever had fried quail? I've, ne- I've had quail, not fried quail. Though. Yeah, it's It's good. It's good. Chicken spaghetti, hot wings, Hawaiian sweet roll, fried deer steak sliders. Danny and Columbus. That, that made me that made me move my feet. Put a few bourbons in me, and I would definitely take one of those wings and like dip it in the chicken spaghetti just to see what that combination would be like. I would just do it. I don't need, I don't need the, the 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 bourbon. Barbecue beef sliders with braised beef shanks, making the sauce with the drippings. Those are the two monster beef shanks. Yeah, they are good. That's, that's, prob- that's probably a good six, seven hours in the in the uh, in the oven getting those things tender. Thompson Greenroot's doing chuck roast burn ins. No, he delicious. said chick roast burn ins. Which Thomas, I'm nah, calling the FBI. No, stop, stop it. Uh, grilling a chicken bank bacon ranch pizza. If that's what that looks like, that is. Great looking. It's National Pizza Day, too. 
Yeah, you told me that. I didn't. Uh, hey, I didn't know that. Wouldn't yeah. you want National Pizza National. Day just generally to land on a Sunday in February so you can often get Super Bowl National Pizza Day same day? Okay, two things. First off, you want it on a Friday because that's where people order pizza. So I just might as well make it that way. Secondly, and let me tell you, when I say that I'm speaking from experience, I am. It doesn't matter. All right, they're gonna order their pizzas on Super Bowl Sunday. You don't have to worry about that day. Those are the lazy people. Getting a little thousand-yard stare going like, oh, God, I remember. I remember. Brutal. Brutal times. The Saints one was the worst one. That was oh. the worst one. Yeah, so you had to work that day. But when did you, you said you got to go the, home at halftime? I got, I got, I got yeah. The, the way it, it always, always, always worked was around the middle of the second quarter, it would start dying down. And you could usually, if you'd work day shift, you could get out of there by the, by halftime. But so you got to see the onside until, kick, and you got to see Tracy. I, I got ho- I got home right right at the kickoff, right at the kickoff. So yeah, I was I got to see the second half, but that was a brutal brutal day. And I I, I, I remember it vividly. Uh hey Dad, have you tried intermittent fasting? I have. I didn't enjoy it. So I don't do that anymore. Yeah, whatever works for for you is what works. But but I have found for right, me, exactly. I'm, I'm getting my best results when I eat like five small things a day. I eat three meals a day. I eat breakfast, lunch, dinner. Yeah, I'll I'll wake up and Try eat something right things. away. Have like a nine thirty, but it's all really and small. And that I, I've I, look, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't eat I don't eat big meals either. I don't like. Go out, you know. So, like, I know Joe Moorhead told me when he was eating intermittent fasting, he just didn't worry about it. calories. He would just eat a big meal, and I was like, I, I tried that; it just didn't work. I, I, I get too, I get too hangry. I don't want that. So, Shannon Oxford says if a magician asks for a volunteer pork, you have to do it. So, I, I oh, I'm hundred percent in, and I'll make sure it's recorded yeah. too. Cheese on a fish sandwich is never good. I get cheese on a po' boy. If I get a catfish po' boy or a shrimp po' boy, I get cheese on it. No problem with that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kelly from it, it, it worked out. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. Kelly from Sonotobia also passed the Polk's truck as she was listening to us, or he was listening to us. I don't know. Kelly, I don't know. You got one of those names. I don't know. So tell us. Uh, let's see here. That's awesome, though. McGee, Stephen Mississippi. Shout the, out uh, McGee, Mississippi. Polk's meat. Ocean Springs Mardi Gras Parade. Crawfish, crawfish for Stephen Hurley. So did someone comment on the fish just for that? Yeah. I don't know what that is. You ever been to Mardi Gras? Be making a million dollars. I've never been, and I feel like I'm too old now. I'm just too old. I don't want to deal with the crowds. If I could get an apartment or get a balcony and just sit there, sure. But if i got to be out in the street, no. I'm just too old for it now. Yeah. Well, that's just one we'll scratch off the bucket list there. Making million-dollar crab and shrimp dip. I don't know what that is, but I'll eat it. Hope it didn't cost a million dollars. Yeah. Jim and Hernando, Brian, no, probably no one will have fried chicken for the Super Bowl, but you have to mention it. I, I just did. <laughs> uh, this guy's got some uh, some ideas for you on the uh, – on the, uh, the he's just – oh, his name is uh, – we didn't give him his name. Just an Ole Miss fan. Gave you three names for, uh, for, for New Orleans. Check those out there, Borky. Perfect. Yeah. So he says, I believe Colorado Kelly Cranberry is an Ole Miss Juice Rebel is Girl. – Very good. Is what we get? We wine get from Colorado, like a really nice wine from oh, just Colorado. Wine. Okay, very good. You a wine guy? Uh, 
I'm not. I am not. I don't like wine. I don't either. I usually want to cook. I, I, I wonder if, like, they ever look at me, like, when I go to the grocery store or I go to the liquor store to buy a bottle of wine, and I'm like, that guy really likes that particular brand. of. I don't. I don't drink it at all. It just it goes when I make uh, Sunday gravy, I put yeah. wine in there. So. Man, and I don't go to fancy restaurants almost ever, but it cracks me up so bad when you order a bottle of wine and the, and the waiter will come up and, like, show you the bottle and you have to, like, approve of the bottle. Yeah. I just I want one time to be like, buddy, I have no idea. I mean, you could give me I'm the, the worst thing. I'm you've the same way with an oil change when they bring the dipstick and they're like, "Here you go, sir." I'm like, "What am I looking yeah. at? I have no idea. <laughs> I just assume you did what I asked. Thank you. I appreciate it. Just is it red? Okay, fine. I, uh, we'll have it. Yeah, I'm gonna take a sniff. Oh, I don't know about this one. Yeah. What am I gonna do? Yeah, so. have you ever seen somebody reject wine? I haven't. I would love to know. I like. I, I have. I, I want to witness that where somebody smells wine. Actually, no. I need something different. Like you just opened this bottle of wine for me, and I didn't like the smell, so send it back. I could not fathom doing that. Can you imagine? Yeah. Uh, Kelly in Senatobia told us she's an Ole Miss Rebel girl, so that's good. We know. We know that for next time. Uh, what else we got here? Dwayne and Brandon says Polks is a customer of his. Great people. Yeah, I agree with that. The best. From the 662. How much time do I have? Do I have time? Yes. From the 662, Mississippi Prime Tenderloin with garlic mashed potatoes and grilled asparagus. Brought to you by the Mississippi Beef Council. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Keep sending them. The people there, you know. Yes. Uh, well, yes, yeah, we'll keep are. talking about them. 601-879-4395. What is on your Super Bowl menu? Let us know. We'll keep doing this because we're having fun. We'll give you picks before the show ends for sure. But for now, 601-879-4395. That's the text line. Let us know. We'll be right back. Listen to that work. That work. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Did you get that memo? Yes, sir. You know, a week from now, we'll be playing baseball in Starkville. I think TBA is the start time for Friday, but usually early or mid-afternoon is when they start the uh, the first game. So, one week. It's all we got to wait before baseball comes back. Ole Miss will start at, I think, 10.30 p.m. Because, you know, Hawaii yeah, and whatnot. They're, they're in Hawaii, so. yeah. Uh, we're making big assumptions about Mississippi State, by the way. Who knows what time that game's going to start? Yeah, seven days away, and the, and the time is still not on the schedule. Yeah, why? Why is that? Why not? People uh, like okay. make arrangements to go to these games. Like they need to know this if they got to take whole, off work. This was or like the first. This was the first fifteen minutes of the podcast today of us just going. Like State released a thing today. They're scrimmaging this weekend, right? They don't even have. They have TBA for the times of the scrimmages Saturday and Sunday, like. That is less than 24 hours, and we don't know what time those are going to be done. We can't just say, I mean, I know it's supposed to rain tomorrow, but isn't it just easier enough to say 2 o'clock? Yeah. And then if you got to cancel, you got to move it, you got to move it? I just don't understand. I went and looked. 
there are only two teams in the SEC that don't have the opening Friday time up. And both of these schools, State doesn't have any of their pre-conference games the time set, except for the game in, in Pearl against USM. The other school is Auburn, so that that tracks. Yeah. Uh and they 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 have sometimes done, but but state doesn't have anything. Like here, let me just look right now. Maybe maybe they fixed it since I we've been on the air here, Borky. But when I looked earlier today, I looked last night so, and yeah. it was TBA. I'm looking. Well, I'm looking right now. Okay, so Friday TBA 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 six p.m. March fifth against USM TBA TBA TBA. Then the two games in Biloxi, those times are set. And then you have SEC games, which the times are already set. But there are thousands of people, and I mean that literally, that will yeah. that will go to the game Friday, or at least want to. Do they need a babysitter? Do they need to take off work? Do they need to make arrangements uh, for their pets? People got to know these things more than seven days out most of the time. What are you doing? Yeah. Brother, I wish I could tell you. I hope well, it's early, though, just thing. because we get to sit and watch baseball while we do this show. That'll be great. The other thing that that bothers me, and I've talked about this, like right now, you go to Mississippi State's uh, website, let's say you want to look at the 2024 roster. Ha! Ah, too bad. They don't have the roster up Does yet? Doesn't exist. Nope. I didn't check that. Let's 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 do it. Just to, I'm just going to look at Ole Miss just real quick. Oh, their rosters up. Is there? It, well, I mean, let's let's be sure before we make any uh, any statements. Is this the 2024 roster? It is. Let's. I mean, Mike Bianco Alabama. gave his his lineup and pitching rotation. He gave his, he gave his rotation. Yeah, he already gave his Alabama. Is their roster up? 2024. It is. I, you know, without looking, I'm going to bet. You know what? Let's just check Auburn just to be sure. Because Auburn was the one school that didn't have the times ready. All right, roster, roster, click. They have a roster up. So I mean, yeah, like, how is the roster not up yet? How I, the, the first game is in a week? Seven is under. It's under seven because the game will start before five. So it's seven. It's six days, 20-some-odd hours. You see what I'm getting at? The roster's not on the website. Like, I don't, I, That's it, crazy. It, upsets me. it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Because you can't answer the who's on the team this year question. Yeah. Do we have any left-handed pitchers? So, State Wednesday brought the baseball team out at the basketball game, right? To sort of you know recognize yeah. them. Everybody does that stuff. So. There's a guy down there. He was on crutches. I was like, "Who is that?" But I couldn't tell you because I didn't recognize him, and he was number 24. I was like, "I'll go to look for a roster. There isn't one. The 24 is still Slate Alford, who, of course, is at Georgia now." So I was just like, "This is this is silly. It's just silly." That's frustrating and, because and you're we, not the only person when, that had and, that thought. I bet. Well, not only that, but like, this is one of those things that. When you have a when you're coming off back to back bad seasons, people are are ready to be angry, right? They're ready to be mad about this baseball team. Why would you? Why are you doing this? Why are you antagonizing them? And that's all this is. It's antagonizing, right? 
It take two seconds. Look, if you schedule the game for five o'clock or four o'clock next Friday, and the weather forecast changes and it's going to rain, you can change the time. We do it all the time. Every year, baseball games get moved. Yeah. Sometimes ten minutes before they're supposed to start. Just set the time so people can know when to get to the game. And if you got to change it, you got to change it. But this is just silly. Absolutely. It uh, it is. Somebody says, every now and then, by the way, a bottle of wine goes bad. Yeah, I understand that. But I'm talking about the people that smell the wine and just disapprove of what was offered to them. That person I can't uh, understand. We got this. Because uh, I would think if it had gone bad, they would know. They would the, the the guy would probably know because doesn't like the sommelier take a sniff of it first I usually or the waiter. I don't know. I don't know. I don't order. I order bourbon. It's all the same. Uh, somebody says pulled pork wings and crack dip. I, I swear the crack dip means something different for everybody. I've had like twenty different crack dip variations. Crack of dip it. is cream cheese, rotel, and sausage. That that is if, if you've got that, you've got crack dip. And you can you can you can uh, make some changes to it. Andy Staples did a really good video a few years ago with experimenting with types of crack dip. Not crack, crack dip. And first one would also be a very design. interesting video, but I don't think I don't think he would do that. So somebody says ham sandwich Jeremy and tater Columbia chips. Doing, That's my oh. go-to big game meal. All right, oh, fancy. Jeremy in Columbia is doing deer chili and jalapeno cheese deer sausage for a sausage and cheese plate. Very good. At a boy. The 662, Super Bowl menu, traditional sub sandwich tray, smoked wings, smoked queso, two pizzas, and random finger foods. That's for five people. Buddy? Yes, sir. We're friends right there. That's how I cook. I am like, you know what? If you want to take leftovers. My, so Jennifer and I, when we, when we do entertain, we have our, we have a cookout every year during the, at the end of the summer and we do our Christmas party, right? And a couple other times we'll have a cookout. She, we, we, we actually have invested. We have a sleeve of styrofoam to go containers because we got tired of giving people our Tupperware. Nice. So now we just have go to go containers. So we're like, hey, you ready to leave? Make a plate, fill it up, get out of here. Man, post Super Bowl party leftovers. Ooh, here's your mm-hmm. here's a hot take that I'm I'm not even sure I'm prepared to defend it. But if you have the right Super Bowl party with the right menu, those leftovers. Better than Thanksgiving leftovers. It can be, yeah. If you do it, it right. Be. I mean, like buffalo chicken dip and wings and pizza and stuff like that, as opposed to, you know, dressing and cranberry sauce yeah. and some turkey that ends up drying out in the microwave. I think I'm ready to die on that hill. I mean, I'm not going to go too far. All right, Dusty and Holka's got to work Super Bowl Sunday, which I hate, but it is what it is. But he's got for supper. He's got honey garlic pork chops with homemade crab cakes, roasted Brussels sprouts. Those look fantastic, and Parmesan crusted asparagus. Yeah, my goodness, asparagus looks great. That plate looks like it was done at a James Beard Award-winning restaurant. Yeah, if I got to went to a restaurant and got that that plate of food, I'm not going to complain about it. Was upset. He's going to be eating uh, trade show food. He's going to be at a trade show this weekend instead of the Super Bowl. Instead of watching the Super Bowl. That happens. I was on a flight on Super Bowl Sunday right before the pandemic hit. 
and that like it had already been a thing, like people were already talking about it, and my my whole flying experience, I, I flew to, to Greenville and, and back uh, over that weekend, and the airport was like there was nobody around. It was very eerie, and I, I watched the Super Bowl at the gate, flying back here on that Sunday, and mm-hmm. it, it, I thinking looking back, that was the beginning of. You know, everybody shutting everything down and, and the world ending for a period of time. But it was eerie, and I didn't think anything of it at the time, and I should have, because there just wasn't anybody around. It was like five people on my flight fr- from Atlanta to Jackson, and I've never had mm. a flight that sparse from Atlanta to Jackson. Well, there you go. I, I can believe that, though. I mean, who, who's flying during the Super Bowl? Yeah, nobody. Other than you. Apparently, yeah. apparently, just me. That was a Mahomes win too. Maybe he, maybe he should get back on the plane then, if you want Mahomes to win. <laughs> no, uh, no doubt. So uh, we get this message by the way. Not having a roster up in February. Some one A baseball team not updating Max Preps level of incompetence. Oh, yeah. you that know. Being said, somebody uh, somebody did uh, did send me a roster here, so I appreciate that. I now know who number twenty four is. Well, Send that roster to the website. 601-879-4395. The text line. We'll be back. We got picks to make too as well when we come back. Sports Talk, Mississippi. Sports Talk, Mississippi. Do you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi team. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't touch that dial! Here on Super Talk Mississippi. David wants credit or a shout-out for sending us the wow. Mississippi State roster. So there you go, David. We appreciate I, you. I think I think it's but I think it's a fall roster now that I've looked at it. It's, it's got a guy on there I know, I know has transferred from Mississippi State. So. Oh, no. And, like, uh, Makai Grant is on this roster. He's had Tommy John, so I know he's not on the, on the spring roster. Bubba says, so just text until Ramona tell him to post it. Doesn't matter if you piss him off, he's gone anyway. Well, he may not be, Bubba. Don't, don't say that word. You're going to say that. Oh, it's fine. He said it, not me. But we're, we're not, uh, I hope you understand this, making the coaches mad for what we say on here about their team's performance, we can't help that. That's part of the job. Intentionally making them mad by sending them things to their personal phones is not really what we're supposed to be doing. That That's crossing a barrier that only Kirk Herbstreet apparently is allowed to cross. Which, by the way, people defending him is blowing my mind, hey, Dad. People in media are defending him. He doesn't need to be, like cast away in exile, but you should not, as a person that covers... The the premier voice in college football, the premier media person, the most recognizable college football media person, should not be talking to a recruit's dad about why he should flip from one school to another. That That is crossing so many ethical boundaries that I can't believe people in our business are defending that. 
You should not have that conversation ever. Never. Imagine if I was friends with the top-rated recruit's dad here in the state, and he was committed to Ole Miss. And I heard that he was leaning towards maybe flipping to Mississippi State, and I got on the phone with him. I was like, yeah, you should do that. You should absolutely flip to Mississippi State. I'd lose my job. And Richard probably would, too, if it went the other way around. Uh, he, he should. He, he should if he wouldn't. Yeah, he absolutely should. You can't, you can't be involved in that. Now, I will say this. Because we we don't we only we only have one side. Well, and Kurt we don't have, like, went on Feinbaum and defended himself. I, I, exactly. My guess is that this this conversation was something like, "I hear Dominic is or Dylan's thinking about flipping to to Nebraska." Yeah, yeah, I think that's what he wants to do. Well, if that's what he wants to do, maybe he should do it. I mean, it may have been simply simply you know as simply as simple and as innocent yeah. as that. So that's what I'm going to hope. Because if yeah, if Herbstreit was pounding the table like you have to flip to Nebraska, you can't go to Georgia, then that's an issue. But you you just can't have that conversation. You can't even put yeah. yourself in that spot to even be because yeah. then you look like you're manipulating where players go for the sport you cover, and that again journalistically crosses so many boundaries. That's really bad. Yeah. I can't, but people are defending it. Like, no, man, you should never have that conversation. If a recruit's dad wants to talk to you about where he's going to go to school, you say, sir, I will talk to you after he commits somewhere. We'll, we'll talk then. If he goes to Nebraska, we'll talk about Nebraska. If he goes to Georgia, we'll talk about Georgia. But I am not going to be involved in your decision-making in any way. You can't do it. Who's winning the Super Bowl? The Chiefs. Uh, I just feel like I always like to go with the better quarterback, and I, I just feel like I, I'm not going to bet against Mahomes. Mahomes, I'm not saying Mahomes has reached touchdown Tom Brady status for me, but he is really, really close. So give me the Chiefs in a close one, 31-27. I'm doing the stupid thing, going the opposite way. I think the 49ers get it done. Kyle Shanahan's finally going to have his redemption after, even though it wasn't his fault after what happened. It kind of was his fault. After what happened with Atlanta uh, in the 28-3 comeback, he's uh, he's going to get one finally. And new Saints offensive coordinator is going to come in with a ring. Well, I, I like the sound of that. First off, fading me, never a dumb idea. Well, never fading me is not a dumb you idea either, so Spider-Man meme. Do it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, people who fade me are millionaires. Debbie's going with the Chiefs. Somebody says never bet against Patrick Mahomes. We've got more Super Bowl menus incoming. If we didn't get to yours, it's not because we're ignoring you or anything. Just uh, a lot came in, and uh, yeah, we appreciate you. So enjoy your weekend. If you're a State fan, hopefully you enjoy your basketball this weekend. We'll talk about that on Monday. Mississippi State and Missouri coming up tomorrow night. Late night, right? Last game of the day. Yeah, 7.30. 7.30 tip there. We'll obviously talk about the Super Bowl and anything else that comes up between now and then. And by, when you hear from us next, it will be opening day week. Is that a thing? Mm, that, is a, a th- that is a week. It could be a thing. thing now. It'll be opening day week. For Richard, who is in Columbia, South Carolina, calling Vanderbilt, South Carolina tomorrow, I believe. And Brian Haydad, who's been right here the whole time. I'm Michael Borky. Thank you guys for making our show a part of your day. We'll talk to you again Monday, 3 o'clock. See you then.
Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.